2: the show where people tell true stories they never thought they'd dare to share. I'm Kevin Allison, and every Thursday we release these special episodes that we're calling Classic Risk Singles. Each of these episodes features just one story from our earlier years. If you're new to Risk, you should know that the podcast can be very uncensored. This week, a story by Melina Williams-Hawes that she first shared on the podcast in February of 2012. Here's Melina now. With a story we call The Fat Lady Sings.
3: many years ago when I first started having this relationship with this guy, and the relationship started off as just us fucking, basically I was at this pizza parlor and saw this really hot guy checking me out and my friends were like, oh this guy's checking you out, you should go ask him out. And I'm horribly shy despite the fact that it seems that I would be really outgoing. So I did the incredibly mature move of writing a note on a napkin, no lie running up to the counter and saying, don't read this until I leave. And then I put it down, he starts opening it, and I'm like, oh my god, no, and I ran. And so my friends were like, Mo Williams, famous BDSM sex educator, just gave the pizza guy a note and ran away like a little bitch. So half an hour later though, I had like two missed calls on my cell phone. So he was into it and he calls me and it's like, hey, that was real cute. Let's get together and have some coffee. And I'm thinking, okay, great. So we go out on this first date, and we're hanging out, and I came out to him as being kinky, and he sort of was aware of the kink community and was completely fine with it, sort of on an intellectual level, but then sort of assumed that I would be hanging from his rafters uh, within half an hour, and that was not at all the case. And we went to this bar and got totally smashed, and we're literally making out in this bar with our hands in each other's pants. And after about a half an hour of this, and the side eye from the bartender who... Was not thrilled that we were about to engage in oral sex at the bar. And I, I, I was like, it's San Francisco, get over it, this should not be that big of a deal. But it was Thursday, and I think that Saturday is oral sex night. So we jump in his car, I go back to the East Bay, and we start fooling around. And this guy is like a six foot four, blonde haired, blue eyed, lanky, really attractive guy. And I'm, you know, not necessarily the person to say, hey, look at how fabulous and amazing and awesome and sexy I am. I'm actually secretly really shy, despite being this flagrant pervert. And so when it gets to the point where moving from sort of making out to actually having to do the sexy time stuff, I get really, um, my submissive nature kind of comes out and I sort of stop being really aggressive and And you hope that the other person steps up to the plate. And I'm never quite sure how that's going to happen. And he had no problem at all moving into this mode. So he starts pulling off my clothes. He's got his hand on the back of my neck. He's pulling on my hair. I'm getting really turned on. I'm like, okay, this is really good. Then it's the moment of the penis reveal which for a lot of men is a very big deal. You know, here's the penis. It's a big thing to take out your junk. He, in this case, had nothing to worry about. One of the most perfect, flawless fallacies I've seen before or since, an amazing cock. I mean, this thing was just, it had the perfect curve and the girth, and it was like slightly thicker in the middle, and then like now a little bit at the end, and you could get the grip at the base with the stuff, and the mouthful just perfect, and the balls hanging right down with the, my God, it was so... So, anyway, so, okay, so this is amazing, right? And we're totally fooling around, we're totally going for it. And um, he, at one point, sort of starts making that move over, get on top of me gesture. And I'm kind of a pudgy girl with short, stumpy legs. And so, for me, this is not the most comfortable position. And so, I, I'm sort of doing this sort of power struggle, like, hey, wouldn't it be better if you were on top of me, fleep? And I to, like, get him on top. He's like, okay, fine, so we're, we're going for it. And then he flips me over, and... Pushes my head down into the pillow, which is super hot move 101. Uh, uh, I'm not saying that this is for the average fucker, but for the expert fuckers, for those fuckers who know what the fuck they are doing, you can get the girl's head in the pillow with the pulling on the hair and the slaps to the ass. Sweet. So I'm loving life. He's just fucking the shit out of me. I'm bent over. I'm crying and screaming to the pillow. And then I feel his hands reaching around my waist, where there's fat because, you know, I'm a fat chick. And I do the reflex fat girl thing where I grab his hands and pull them off and go, when you were patting my ass and slapping my butt, that was fantastic. Don't grab the fat. Are you mad? So... Two seconds later, his hands are right back around. Like, this time on purpose. Like, the first time I could say, maybe he forgot it was rude to grab someone's belly fat. (laughs) But this was definitely deliberate, right? So I'm thinking, okay, you fucking son of a bitch. Now I'm starting to feel self-conscious. I'm losing the rhythm. I'm not really digging it anymore. Because all I can think of is this guy is grabbing my fat. And I'm really aware of it. And it's oozing from between his fingers. And he's just fucking and fucking and fucking. And I finally twist around. And I look up at him. And I said, hey, babe, could you not grab my fat while we're fucking and he shoves my head back down to the pillow and grabs my belly again with the other hand and goes shut up I like it <Sylvan roars> and I was like Came on the spot, like squirted all over the place, like, oh my god, I love you. This is the hottest thing I can ever. And so now he's like levering me back on his cock with my belly, and I'm just like, Yeah, grab the fat belly, fuck it, yeah, you son of a bitch. It. Yeah. It's like, to, like, coming all over the place. It was so amazing. And then afterwards I'm laying there just like this was so and he's like, Why are you so self-conscious? He goes, I like he's like, I love big girls. He goes, "I love the way your body feels. I love the way your tits look. I love it." He's rubbing all over me and it was funny because we're so we're so trained first of all to be so self-conscious about our bodies and then on top of that to also feel that we have to be independently feeling beautiful and fabulous all the time that we should be that we should not need other people to justify ourselves, right? And so if you have that dichotomy, to have a moment where someone actually validates your beauty based on something that you haven't valued was so empowering. And I really, really embrace that, regardless of any pressure to feel as though, oh, well, you should just be happy who you are regardless. I'm like, no, you know what's wonderful? To have someone else say, yeah, I love that too. Not in spite of the fact that you're fat. Not in despite that, but because of that. Because, you know, nothing was as hotter than when we started dating. I tell you, we would walk down the street and there'd be like an even bigger, fatter black woman lumbering down the street and his head would turn and check her out. And I was like, bless your heart. I fucking love that. We need to go back to your house and fuck right now, you son of a bitch. <laughs> so, yeah, that was, he, he, to this day, fondest memories, fond, fond memories.